Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts, starts right now. What's up? It's the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, and uh, it's Wednesday. It's very exciting. It's whatever you want Wednesday today. And whatever you want Wednesday means we talk about whatever you want to talk about, of course, after 11 o'clock. We do that in the second hour. The first hour, I'll just talk about whatever, you know, whatever whatever tickles my fancy. And today, John Morgan's tickling my fancy. Well, that sounded, well, that sounded a little dirtier. That didn't come out the way I meant it. But he had this big press conference, sat down and explained that now that uh, marijuana is legal in the state of Florida, he's got a new pet project. Right now, the government is subsidizing so many people with government aid, food stamps, vouchers, daycare. This should be borne by the business community. Yeah, what he wants to do is he wants to raise the minimum wage to a whopping $15 an hour. I did. I'll tell you why. Right now, the government... Wait, that's the same clip that we just played only longer. Hang on, here's the one we're Our belief is that the single greatest issue facing America and Florida today is a living wage. That's the single greatest. That's the single greatest issue of all the issues facing Florida today. It's the it's the wages. It's the fact that we I mean, forget about the fact that we already don't have income tax. Now he wants everyone to have a mandatory $15 minimum wage. And as you can imagine, we're getting a lot of open mic messages because a lot of people have a lot of opinions about that. And of course, we'll play them here. I don't know why we have so many technical difficulties here. It's, it, it must be because of all the airborne viruses that are going on. Minimum wage is for minimal skill. Yeah, minimum wage is for minimal skill. For small business owners, what are they going to do? They're going to have to fire everyone and do all the work themselves. Because if you're a small business owner, you can only afford to pay people so much money. And if the wage goes up I and mean, it's mandatory that you got to pay them 15 bucks, you're going to have to fire somebody. I come from a day and time where you had to work for your money. Yeah, it's like handing out. Just the, what you, basically, what we're talking about now is a handout. You just got to hand it. John Morgan wants the $15 minimum wage. And that, uh, for a lot of people, is basically 
a handout. It's saying if you get a job, it doesn't matter how menial it is. It doesn't matter how uh, low income it is. It doesn't matter how unimportant it is. You're going to get $15 and it could be retail or it could be janitorial or it could be saving lives. The minimum you're going to make is 15 bucks. Nowadays, all you have to do is learn how to stand in line and complain to get $15 an hour. No. I don't know what that job is, but it sign me up. Because, well, except for the standing in line. If I could sit down, if I could bring like one, if I could bring one of those chairs that you take to football games or that people, uh, you know, they camp out in front of the Apple store in. If I could, if I could get one of those, that'd be great. Uh, and just make and complain. I mean, that's all I do anyway. That's all I, when I'm not on the air and even when I am on the air, all I do is I just sit around and complain about stuff. So it would be awesome if we could, if we could turn that into some kind of supplemental income. 855-765-1045 is the number if you want to get through. Also, we have a, like I said, a ton of open mics. I'm not even really sure what the minimum wage in Florida is right now. If anybody knows, if anyone's, I'm sure, you know what I could do is probably walk down the hall. I guarantee there's some people making it. Probably, probably some of the interns uh, are, are making right now. Oh, it's $8.46 per hour. Is that right? $8.46 per hour is the minimum wage. That means that this proposal would basically, it would, it would almost double it. It would almost double. That's a, that's a heck of an increase, man. That is a, that is a heck of an increase. Uh, California has a minimum wage of $11, which means we would be paying more in minimum wage than California. North Carolina's is $7.25. So we'd be paying more than, that's, again, I feel like there's already so much of an economic benefit to living and working in Florida. What with the income, you know, no state income tax? What with all of the, the tax breaks we already get? What with all of the benefits that we have? What with all of the tourism money coming in? I feel like this, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what the problem is. I'm not really sure why it needs to be so high. Um, but look, 120,000 people have already put their signatures on the ballot. I think 600,000 more will. will you, John Morgan has so much money, he can just buy those signatures, which is probably, uh, you know, probably w what's happening in a lot of you, you, have, you pay people, you go out, and you just they get all their friends to sign this thing. But, it, 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 you know, it it. The fact that he says it's it's the number one most important issue facing Florida today, I've never heard anyone say that. Even when Ron DeSantis, when Ron DeSantis, when Governor DeSantis was being sworn in, he went through all the issues facing Florida. Red Tide was one of them. Crime, education, security, you know, keeping the taxes low. Keeping the taxes low was a big one. Keeping the taxes low was a, was that was a real big one because it inspires investment in Florida. It, it you know it gets companies to get off their butt and come. To, it gives us more theme parks. You know that's the reason it's the reason we have all the Disneylands and the Universal or Disney World rather. Pardon me, and the Universals and and the Sea Worlds, everything else because people are coming here. They're leaving their dollars behind. There's no tax and uh, and it you know it's a it's a fantastic place for businesses to settle. Now if there's a mandatory fifteen dollar minimum. That's just like jacking up their taxes. That's an added expense to businesses that might be looking at Florida going, eh, that seems like a cool place. That seems like, you know, the Sunshine State, I'd like to, I'd like to park my, my, uh, I'd like to, you know, put some roots down there and open up shop. 855-765-1045. Rob on the South Side. Good morning, Rob. How you doing? Pretty good. Oh, good. Um, I, I got a real kick. When he was on doing his speech, he said, you know, I walk the walk. I talk, I'm quoting this exactly, I walk the walk, I talk the talk, I have immediately raised all my minimum wage people in my company to $15, and uh, you are a trial lawyer, you have the, probably the highest dollars of every trial lawyer in right. at least Florida, and, and we're talking 
people that work in a legal office, you raised them up to the, to fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, well, look, I mean, uh, that was a whole bunch of them, huh? That is, well, look, yes, lawyers are well paid. We know. <laughs> thanks so much for your call. Lawyers are very well paid, especially when you're um, working for Morgan and Morgan. He also does own other companies too. There's the the Cyworks or the museums and things like. I mean, the guys. It's not just Lee. He's got companies all you know from sea to shining sea. So hopefully, what he did was he raised the minimum wage in all of those companies. And if you're selling hot dogs outside of the science museum, maybe you're getting 15 bucks an hour now, whereas you weren't before. Um, and again, I don't know the ins and outs of John Morgan's company. I don't know the ins and outs of his inner workings. What I want to know from you is, is $15 as a minimum wage in Florida a good idea or a bad idea? Is uh, the minimum wage in Florida something that we need to have so high? Is it such a is it the number one issue facing Florida voters? As John Morgan has stipulated, is it the biggest problem we face? I mean, I, I, again, because I didn't I didn't think that it was. You know, I look at Jacksonville and you look at the high crime in the areas. You look at the drive by shootings. You look at, you know, uh, just the other day outside of Wacko's, those six guys. Shot in. I look at crime as a huge problem in Jacksonville. Is it or is there all this crime because there isn't a fair minimum wage? You're telling me if we had a $15 minimum wage, people would stop dealing drugs on the corner and shooting each other in their cars. If, I mean, if that's the answer, great. Maybe we're on to something here. I just don't think it is. 855-765-1045. minimum wage. John Morgan is trying to put that on the ballot as a constitutional amendment to the state constitution in 2020. Good idea or worst idea ever? 855-765-1045. It's the Marquee Show on News 104.5 WOKV. More of your phone calls next. This is the Marquee Show, 855-765-1045 is the number, 855-765-1045 is the number. And uh, John Morgan making headlines today because he was uh, in Orlando, which is where he's from, actually. And uh, he was uh, talking all about his new pet project. He wants a constitutional amendment to raise the minimum wage. Why? Right now, the government is subsidizing so many people with government aid, food stamps, vouchers, daycare, this should be borne by the business community. Yeah, he's saying that this is a huge, huge problem for Florida. Our belief is that the single greatest issue facing America and Florida today is a living wage. Uh, facing America, and I didn't catch that the first time, facing America and Florida. So he wants a $15 Minimum wage. That is up from the current minimum wage of $8.46. So that is almost double. Almost double. And he wants the constitutional amendment on the ballot uh, in 2028. He's already got like 120,000 signatures, which then it goes to the Supreme Court and they make sure that the language is okay. I think he needs six or 700,000 before it even gets on the ballot. Hopefully that won't happen. But, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people have a lot of uh, opinions about it. Higher salary at $15 an hour for minimum wage doesn't matter when the cost of living kicks in for rent and food and all. And, you know, the old saying is you could give somebody who's making $10 an hour, $15 an hour, and it still wouldn't be enough. They'd find a way to spend that extra five bucks. If you make minimum wage $1,000 an hour, well, how much does bread cost? How much is your rent? It all moves in the same direction. That's exactly. The, that's a great point. You go to the gas station and, they, you know, you know what's going to happen when you walk in there to buy your sodas or your cigarettes or your bread or all of it. You're going to have to pay more for everything because they've got to pay their employees more or you're going to have to wait longer in line because they're going to have fewer employees. You know, that, that that's exactly what happens. My favorite Chinese restaurant, they have to I used to order them every Sunday. 
We would have Chinese food Sundays. They'd come in there, and one day I called, and they're like, I'm sorry, we're not delivering on Sundays anymore. We just can't afford the uh, the driver seven days a week. So but if they raise the minimum wage to fifty dollars, they'll probably only be able to to you know send me egg rolls and lo mein three days a week. And that would really that would really be I mean personally that'd be a problem. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. This is Joel and Callahan. Joel, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. What do you want to say, sir? Uh everything that you just played is absolutely right. It is a failure of the understanding of basic economics. You cannot give somebody additional money without other people in the uh, w- within the industry raising their own prices. If a if a pencil maker has to pay an additional you know ten cents to get their pencil made, they're not going to bear that cost themselves. They're going to add that to the cost of the pencil so they can maintain their own profit margin. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much for the call. Look, here's the dealio. Uh, there is some kind of economic backing to this. Uh, companies don't just eat the uh, eat the uh, the difference. They will. Pay Pass on. Same thing with income taxes or, or corporate taxes. When corporate taxes are raised, the the corporation doesn't. I mean, they don't pay that. They just charge more for their hamburgers. Or they charge more for their building supplies or whatever. You know, he, we're a radio station. If if corporate income taxes went up or if our minimum wage went up, then we would probably raise the rate of our advertising, which is. Ironic because John Morgan buys a lot of that. <laughs> what do you do? You, have to, you know, you pass it on. You pass it on to them. You pass it on to the consumer. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Cynthia in St. John's County. How are you, Cynthia? Hey, I'm right now pissed off. Oh, um, okay. This guy always puts his nose into something, throws his money around, and here he's saying this is the number one issue that we have. You know, in the state of Florida, I know, I have a a mentally ill son, there's no money thrown around for that. Why is he pushing for something like that? And the other thing is, when you have minimum wage, it makes it a little tough on you to make ends meet. So maybe you want to better yourself. Maybe you want to go out there and get a little education or a little more trade that you are able to make more money. Not off of my back, but off of your own. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point too. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. I feel like I feel like saying something is the number one issue facing Florida today is very subjective. Uh, you know, for because for you it's it's mental health uh, you know resources for your son. For somebody else, it would be saving the coastline. I mean, if you have like a, a beach hut and you rent surfboards to surfers and you've got red tide coming in off the west coast, that's going to be your number one issue. For somebody living you know in Miami, it could be uh, it could be illegal immigration or something for whatever there could be different issues depending on where you are in the state so to blanket and you know make a blanket statement that this is the number one plus being personally i don't think it is i think that raising the minimum wage decreases the value of the work i mean think about this if you want to get a raise right now how much would you have to prove to your boss or prove to your company or increase your output or increase your increase your overall value to to the corporation you work for now with this increase in minimum wage just boom 50 percent increase for doing nothing i mean what does that say about work ethic 855-765-1045 we got to take another break probably to play some more john morgan commercials uh but we will we will be right back in just a minute 855-765-1045 this is the marcation on news 104.5 wokv y'all want 15 dollars an hour do something yeah, like maybe you could get that Wienermobile job. That'd be great, huh? You travel the country making $15. Wait, I have a question, though. 
I have a question. If you if you get the Wienermobile job here in Florida, but then you travel the country, do they still have to pay you the minimum wage in Florida? Or do you get paid the minimum wage in whatever state you happen to be in at the time? That's an interesting question. I gotta I gotta I gotta investigate that. Also, um, you know, if they just paid me in Hey, me and Wieners, I'd be happy with that, too. What's up? It's the Mark K Show, 855-765-1045. Uh, all right, our Orlando attorney and WOKB advertiser, Morgan, uh, John Morgan from Morgan & Morgan, has now introduced a a constitutional amendment, which, again, is another issue I have. I don't like the changing of the Constitution for things that I don't feel should be – like, this isn't, to me, constitutional. Having a – having, you know, medical marijuana or having, you know, no dog racing or uh, whatever – like we had uh, so many, like there were 13 of them on the last ballot. Why we got to change the constitution of the state? Why don't we let our elected officials, our legislators go to Tallahassee, you know, and and we tell them, we say, hey, we voted for you. Here's what we would like done. Go there and get it done. But apparently the way to do anything in the state is with a constitutional amendment. And now uh, John Morgan is saying, hey, let's raise the minimum wage to a whopping $15 an hour. Which I don't even know if if highest minimum wage. I'm gonna Google what I don't know who has the highest minimum wage. It looks like um, Massachusetts and Washington have the highest minimum wages in the country at eleven dollars per hour. New York City's minimum wage will be fifteen dollars. Oh, New York just raised it, so now New York does at fifteen dollars an hour. We come on, there's no way that we can afford the same minimum wage as New York. Especially with no income tax. I mean, if there was income tax in the state, I'd be all for it because, you know, seven of those $15 would go right back to the state. Not that I'm saying we need an income tax in the state because I'd have to move. I mean, I have to move again. And I, I just, you know, I like it here. 855-765-1045. This is Dylan. Dylan, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. Thanks for waiting very patiently, too. What do you want to say about raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour in Florida, Dylan? How you doing, Mark? Good, man. Hey, I wanted to say uh, I don't think that it's fair to people who have started out, let's just say started out at $8 an hour minimum wage and have had to work five to six, seven years to get up to where $15 is, where you've got new people coming into the company, starting out where people have worked five to six years to get their, their pay grade yeah. at $15 an hour. Right. The people that actually are getting, there are people out there that are getting $15 an hour now, and they're getting compensated for work that they've already put in, ideas and creativity that they've already expressed, uh, performance that they've already proven. And now all these other people who are just basically starting out in the workforce match them in pay. You're absolutely right. You have now the employers could come in and say, Hey, there's been a raise in the minimum wage. There's now this new constitutional amendment. And since you were already making $15 an hour, I'm going to up your salary more to like say 20 or 25. But I guarantee that's not going to happen. Not by, not not by a long shot. If anything, you're going to lose your job because you're not going to be able to. I mean, you're not going to have. There's going to be more work for everybody and fewer people to do it. I mean, we've gone through the same thing here. There are. We used to have so many people running around this building. I mean, and we and don't get me wrong. There were way too many people working here. I don't like people. So the fact that I saw them every time I walked out in the hallway was a big problem for me. But now we have people doing multiple jobs on multiple radio stations. We have people working on television. You know, we're what the guy, the sports guy, Brett uh, Martin. Now he's now got to do a radio show. I mean, we're do we're double tasking or multitasking here. Everyone's doubling up. But uh, but a minimum wage is just to me. 
a minimum wage that is $15 an hour, that is more than double, I think it does more harm than good. 855-765-1045. This is Anonymous. Anonymous, who doesn't want to be named, doesn't want anyone listening to know their opinion. Anonymous, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? Hey, good morning, Mark. Um, good point, Dylan. I'd like to say that right off the get yeah, there. Um, didn't I just hear last week that they were putting in for the minimum wage for federal employees to be raised to $15 an hour? And what kind of repercussions is that going to have? And who's going to pay that? The people that are making eight something an hour? Uh, yeah, the federal minimum wage right now is $7.25. It hasn't increased in 10 years. Um, I, I didn't hear that it was $15 an hour, but I know that they're always trying to raise the federal minimum wage. I mean, right now, the federal minimum wage is zero <laughs> because of the shutdown. So I'm sorry, that's not, that's not funny. Absolutely, yeah. But <laughs> last week, I heard not only listen to your, your radio station that somebody's putting in for $15 an hour for federal employees. Yeah, I mean, it's, wage. It's, probably, so it's probably Bernie Sanders, I'll be honest with you. Um, right? Yeah, and what people don't realize, look, here's the deal. You use anything that you have in your house as an example, and thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Like, for example, uh, we have we have natural gas in our house, you know, and don't make any joke about beans. But we uh, so we have to fill the tank. We have an underground tank and we we ran out and it was cold. And my wife's like, call the gas people. So we called the gas people. They ran out and they go, how much do you want? We have a 1000 gallon tank. And I looked at the guy and I said, well, how much is gas? And he goes, it's four dollars a gallon. And I go, oh, my God, that's $4,000 for a full tank of gas. He goes, well, I don't have to fill it. I go, absolutely, I absolutely not. And I'm looking at myself. I'm going, how much gas can I actually afford? You know, so I could only afford, let's say, 100 gallons. So I was like, all right, put in. I go, stop it when you get to, like, 100 gallons, and let's see where we are. It was like 400 and some bucks. It was ridiculous. But hopefully it'll last me, you know, through this cold spell. I mean, it's going to be 78 today, so I think I think we're pretty safe. But uh, the only – I couldn't afford to pay 1,000 uh, gallons worth because it would be four grand out of pocket. Now, imagine that that gas are the workers in your workforce. And if you had to pay let's – say, let's say gas was 50 cents a gallon. I just said, fill her up. You know, for 500 bucks, I would have been warm and toasty for years. But gas is going, it, it's not 50 cents a gallon, it's four. So I had to take less. And the same thing happens with the workforce. People are going to figure out a way. They're going to automate. They're going to go online. They're going to they're going to multitask. They're going to close down their doors for a couple of days a week. They're going to go out of business altogether. Whatever. I mean, think about this. If you're a small business owner and you're you're going to then be forced to compensate people double what you're paying them now. Double. You think you're going to get double the profits? Absolutely not. There's no way in H.E. double hockey sticks. Mark in Jacksonville. How's it going, Mark? Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say? Hey, good morning. I just wanted to point out, I think on the West Coast, they did the same thing, raised the minimum wage. And then the reports were that people who are receiving government subsidies prior to the minimum wage being raised, uh, now they got their raise to $15 an hour, were not qualified for those same subsidies that they had been receiving previously. So now employers were seeing requests from these people to work less so that they would make less and still be able to get the subsidies that they had received prior to the uh, minimum wage increase. Oh, see, that's genius. Why didn't I think of that? I need I need to make more money and then require uh, ask my uh, ask the people here to make me work less, and then I'll make more money for the less I work, and I can still get my food stamps. That's genius. That's the people that really they there are really intelligent people out there that have really learned how to game the system effectively. 
because now they're sitting at home for, for three hours. Uh, you know, they work three hours a day. They sit at home the rest of the time. They get 15 bucks an hour for the time they do work. Probably they get some kind of free health care. I mean, it's California. You're probably getting a free cell phone. And then on top of all that, you get all these other government programs because you're not making as much money. That's genius. God, that is, yeah, I knew I shouldn't have wasted my time in college learning how to get a job. 855-765-1045. Actually, I wasted my time in college drinking, but that's a totally different story. 855-765-1045. Raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. John Morgan uh, is going to get it on the ballot. He wants it to be a constitutional amendment that the minimum wage is not 10 not 11 but $15 an hour. Good idea or bad idea? More of your phone calls coming up on the Mark Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark Show. My name is Mark Thank you so much for joining me, folks. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. This is uh, Michael in Fruit Cove. Michael, thanks so much for calling the Mark Show. What do you want to say? Hey, uh, let me show. Uh, I have a very easy solution to this whole problem. Oh, How okay. about a constitutional amendment that uh, minimum wage goes up 10% each year for three to five years. That brings all these people up to the 10 to $12 range, allows businesses to add uh, possibly income to the higher wage people, and it gives business owners an opportunity to adjust to it instead of a huge, uh, you know, a huge increase. I was a federal employee for almost 30 years, and I never got a 95% pay increase for anything. Yeah. Lucky to get 2%. Yeah, no, I mean, look, the, this reminds me of uh, of unions. When I worked in Washington, D.C., there was a union. And what happened was uh, we had a girl who was working part-time. She was making, like, barely anything. And then they hired her for a full-time shift. And immediately the union, you know, they they came and they said, you're going to start making this much money. And it was maybe four times what she'd been earning. And she freaked. She's like, I can't believe they're paying me all this money. And I said, well, the union is forcing them. <laughs> the union has come up with a, a minimum basic. If you're, you know, if you're a radio personality in Washington, D.C., and you're on the air this many hours a day, this is the minimum you're going to make. And she went from basically nothing to four times as much. And it's not like she got better. I mean, she was good, but she didn't become four times more valuable. She just became, you know, she just started working, uh, working full time. And, you know, it. It, it does stifle competition. It does stifle that ability to earn what you deserve. Right? When I was uh, one of my first jobs, of course, as for like, like a lot of people, was waiting tables. You know, when I when I got out of college, I applied to law school, and when I got shut down for law school, I went and waited uh, tables at a restaurant. And at a restaurant, what they do is they pay you like two dollars an hour because they expect that your tips and your gratuities are going to make up the difference. And I, back then, I think minimum wage is like. Got five or six five. I think I had like five twenty five. So if I wasn't making three dollars an hour or three twenty five an hour in tips, they would subsidize it. But also, if I wasn't making three twenty five an hour in tips, I was a really crappy waiter. And, and I, you know, I I didn't need to be doing that as a job. So I never really got a paycheck. All my paychecks went right to taxes, and the uh, the money that I took home was the money that I earned from waiting tables. And it taught me that the more attentive I was to my job, the better I was at my job, the faster I did my job, the more I would I you know I helped out my customer, the more I upsold. If people were like, oh, we don't want dessert, all like, are you sure? Can I tell you about our key lime pie with you know fresh graham cracker crust and a uh, and an almond whipped cream sauce? You know whatever it was. 
If they wanted one bottle of, if they wanted a bottle of house wine, I could upsell them to like, you know, a more expensive Cabernet. It taught me all these things that I think were valuable, valuable lessons about business and customer service and, and sales and, you know, being not, you know, just like a, like a regular decent person that contributes to society. And because even though I was working a, 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 an hourly wage job, because most of it was paid in tips, it taught me how to be almost entrepreneurial. A lot of bartenders, a lot of wait staff, they, you know, you, you have that entrepreneurial spirit. You're almost like a small business owner because your wage is based on your output. And when you bring in a minimum wage, you crush that. You crush it. I mean, you're not going to get any great. So if somebody's making $15 an hour at a restaurant, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that refill of tea. <laughs> Forget about it. Matt in St. Augustine. How's it going, Matt? Thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. What do you want to say? It's going well. Just two real quick points, if you don't mind. Um, you, you know, when this whole thing started back during the previous administration and the call came out for a better wage, you know, a lot of companies, big companies, jumped on board with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walmart, Gap, and the rest. Well, now Walmart starts everybody at over $9 an hour, and then within six months, if you behave yourself and you get all your training done, you go to $10 an hour. Okay. So the next time any of your pro-raised minimum wage folks are that are listening are in a Walmart, I want you to tell me how many more self-checkouts there are today than there were three years ago. Yeah, I mean that's a good that's a good point too. The self checkout pays for itself because you're right. not you're not paying you're only paying one person. How many people do they have? How many self check? The Walmart has a bunch. I know, like at Target, they have probably six, and at Home Depot, they have they have eight or nine. And uh, and what happens is they have one person. They have one person that runs all of those self-checkouts. So, yeah, you're going to pay one person $9 an hour and install a bunch of robots to take your... Absolutely. That's the way... That's what happens when you raise the minimum wage. 855-765-1045. Whatever you want. You want to keep talking about this? Give us a buzz. It's whatever you want Wednesday. We'll kick it off next hour on the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Think about all those construction workers, because that's pretty much the average price, 15 bucks an hour. You think they're going to give them all raises up to 20, 22 bucks an hour? No, that's something that that's not going to happen. It's not that. Look, if you make minimum wage, you're going to uh, get a raise. If you already make $15 an hour, you're probably not going to get a raise. You're just going to then it's almost like a demotion. Like now you went from making $7 above minimum wage to now. Oh, look, I'm making I'm making minimum wage. Now, somebody called in and said uh, if a manager makes $15 an hour and then a new employee gets hired uh, for $15 an hour, why wouldn't the manager just step down and take the easier position? You know, you're going to lose a lot of opportunity. You're going to lose a lot of skilled workers uh, because, you know, they're like, hey, look, I'll just I'll just clock in and clock out and not have to worry about it for um, for the same amount of money. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is a number. I worked with a guy in sales who was a, he was a sales guy for the company for years, made tons of money. I mean, he had all the big he had like the beer clients and the and the really expensive car dealerships and one of the local sports teams. And was making bank, man, drove a, a fat, fancy car, had been here for like a decade. They made him a manager, sales manager because he was doing so well. And after a year, he, he stepped down. He said, I'm not managing anymore. I'm, I'm losing money. He was losing money because as a as a commission worker, as somebody who got paid for the amount of value they brought to the company, he made more than he did in management. And that's something that he learned. You know, and if you if you change everything to like a uh, to like a, a base amount of pay, if you don't make people um, compensated based on the their their ability or their value to the company, then you have a bunch of people standing around doing nothing. 
855-765-1045. This is uh, Mike on the West Side. Mike, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Mark? How hey, you good. doing today? Good. What you want to say? Hey, uh, when we established that as as the wages go up, the prices go up, okay? Mm-hmm. And they really uh, predicted that in the year 2025, between 2025 and 2030, that 40 to 50% of the, of the uh, what you call, of the, Automatic jobs will go to uh, AI or robotic. So if I'm a owner of a company and I got 10 employees, all right, and this salary is going up, well, I'll just get rid of six of them, keep four of them, and go robotic, all right? Yeah, and go- those four I keep, those four I keep, who do you think they're going to be? You think they're going to be a high school diplomas? No, they're going to be college-educated people. Right, yeah. We will deal with we will deal with the automatic. So it, it's been it's been it's been tried already in different states like Seattle, yeah, where they had to reverse it because it almost went bankrupt. Yeah, Seattle's a city, by the way, but I know what you mean. Uh, and the, you're right. The the thing that you want to do is if you want to go to you know if you want to go to college or whatever, learn to be a computer programmer because the only people <laughs> the only people that are going to be getting jobs in 2040 are the people that can run the robots that do all the work. They've got robotic pizza makers. They've got robotic burger flippers. They've got robotic DJs. All right. I'm not going to pull back the curtain too much, but don't think every time you hear somebody on the radio, that's a live person. Uh, look at Jamie Dupree. Look at Jamie Dupree. Jamie Dupree lost his voice. So what did they do? They bought a robot to go through every word he's ever said and create Jamie Dupree 2.0. Jamie Dupree, we, he doesn't talk anymore. He types. Anybody could type, and that computer voice could generate the words that he's saying. How many times do you call a customer service representative, like uh, your credit card company or your bank or, you know, the cable company or someone else you want to yell at, and instead of yelling at a person, you get an automated says, hello, uh, in a couple of words, what can I help you with? And you say, operator, and they go, okay, before I connect you to an operator, tell me a little bit about your problem. And I go, my problem is I want to talk to an operator. And they go, okay, before I connect you, I'll need a little more information. And then I'm just screaming at my phone, connect me to an operator. And eventually, after screaming for like 20 minutes, they do give me a live person. But that's the way of not even the future. That's the way of the present. You know, you should you should worry less about if you're making minimum wage, you should worry less about your minimum wage and worry more about how safe your job is going to be in the next 20 years. Are you are you essential personnel? Can you be replaced by a robot? Don't worry about your minimum wage. Worry about your maximum wage. That's what I'm worried about. When I come into work every day, I'm not worried about my minimum wage. I'm worried about my maximum wage. I'm like, how much can I bleed these people for before they finally realize that I'm nowhere near worth uh, worth what they're paying me? That's what I want. How many more endorsements can we get? How many more live remotes? Where is the I need? I want the maximum amount of wage that I can possibly get in my lifetime, not the minimum. And uh, I feel like if more people thought that way, people would be better off. 855-765-1045. Bruce in Jacksonville. How are you, Bruce? Hey, good. How are you doing? Good, man. What do you want to say? So i got a couple of points. Uh, you kind of touched on them a little bit. One is... Um, the minimum wage, a lot of union contracts are, are, have clauses that tie union wages to the minimum wage. Yeah. So, so there's, a, there's a domino effect um, in place to raise union wages at the same time the minimum wage goes up. 
Oh yeah, don't think that they. And I'm going to cut you off because your phone's got a little got a little uh, problem with it. But like, don't think that the unions. I mean, I don't know. I guarantee that. I guess there's unions in Florida somewhere with the um, some of the entertainment unions and some of the other places. Well, no, I guess not. It's a right to work state. But don't think that the unions aren't going to have a problem with any kind of federal minimum wage increase here in Florida because we're right to work. It may not be an issue. But I mean, again, the the fact of the matter is, think about all the employees in Orlando. Where John Morgan's based. Think about all the employees at Disney World who come in. How many of them do you think are minimum wage? How many of them do you think are minimum wage? A, a ton, I imagine. They bring them from overseas. They put them up for a couple of years. They give them the minimum amount of money possible. And then, you know, after two years of working at Disney World, they go back home, especially at Epcot. They have a lot of people from from the actual countries represented working at Epcot. How many teens, you know, and, and college students are working at, at Disney World? And because they work there, they got, I don't know, free admission, whatever. But they're not, they're not making anywhere near as much money as you would be in a professional in a professional environment. Well, think about all of those people, those thousands of employees at Disney World. Think, think about having to pay them twice as much an hour. What's that going to do to ticket prices? What's that going to do to your parking? What's that going to do to the cost of Mickey Mouse ears? There are, yeah, I went to buy my daughter Mickey Mouse ears when we went at Christmas. $30 for Mickey Mouse ears. Third, now, they were super cute, and she got some great Instagram photos out of it. But $30? They're going to be 50 before too long, because Disney's not going to eat the cost. They're going to pass it on to you. And when you start to raise the minimum wage, you start to raise the cost of admission to Disney World, you're going to get fewer and fewer people going, which isn't actually that bad because then you won't be standing in line uh, that long for the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. But still, overall, for the state of Florida, it's bad. 855-765-1045 is the number. George in Orange Park, how are you? What do you want to say? Yes, uh, I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, um I just, uh, I was originally going to say that the unions always have a clause that, uh, their, their wages get, uh, according to minimum wage yeah. raise. But, uh, also I wanted to suggest to you that, uh, the, uh, DC theme song for Washington DC should be, you don't always get what you want by the Rolling Stones. I get, I like it. I like that. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We, we appreciate it. I get, I like it. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. 855-765-1045. George, uh, John Morgan from Morgan and Morgan for the people is, uh, putting forth the, in fact, he had a big pre press conference, uh, putting forth a constitutional amendment now to raise the minimum wage in the state of Florida to $15 an hour because it's the, it's our biggest problem, apparently. Our belief is that the single greatest issue facing America and Florida today is a living wage. Yeah, 855-765-1045. This is uh, Greg in St. Mary's County. Hi, Greg. How are you? Hey, good morning, Mark. Good to hear your voice, sir. Oh, good. oh uh, thanks. Even my wife would argue that. But, hey, uh, what do you want to say? <laughs> I just wanted to say that, you know, I, I thought about this. And uh, getting closer to retirement, the problem that I see is, if you pay everyone $15 an hour, you know, it's only going to take about a half hour before a cheeseburger becomes $15. Yeah. And then if you, when, you, when you drive up the cost of a cheeseburger to $15 and, you know, you, you, you're basically pushing up inflation, 
you've got people that retired, you know, firemen and cops and plumbers that retired 15 or 20 years ago. They retired. They thought that they were going to be able to live on 35 or 40 grand a year. Yeah. And now you're paying the kid at McDonald's 15, you know, 35,000 a year. You know, basically you're going to make a whole generation of retired people into poor people that can't afford to eat. There'll be, there'll be no more dollar menu. You're absolutely right about that. The dollar menu will be a thing. We'll all be sitting around going, hey, back in my day, you could get a, a dollar for a cheeseburger. And this is not going to happen anymore. It's going to be, I mean, I think the dollar menu is already, let's be honest, it's already a thing of the past. But it's going to be gone. The $5 footlong from Subway, that's already gone. Why? You can't sustain a business. $5 for a foot long? That $5 box of KFC that they have? That's great now, but you start raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. You know they're going to be advertising next year at this time? The $8 box. Look at what, everything you get for $8. It's the same stuff you got for $5 a year ago, but because we have to pay our employees twice as much, now we got to charge you 8 bucks for the same chicken, mashed potatoes, drink, and a chocolate chip cookie. 855, man, I'm hungry. 855-765-1045. Quick break, I'm going to run to the snack machine. It's the uh, it's the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show, and my name is Marque. Thanks for joining me today. A lot of people say it's whatever you want Wednesday, but whatever you want to, but whatever you want to talk about today, Today seems to be this uh, minimum wage amendment that John Morgan from Morgan and Morgan for the people has put forth. And uh, he now wants to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour, which I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. If minimum wage workers are making $15 an hour, they'll have a lot more money to spend on the marijuana he legalized. So it's all kind of making, it's all kind of coming, it's called making sense to me now. 855-765-1045 is the number. This is, uh, this is Nick and Dr. Zinlet. Nick, thanks for calling the Marcasio. What's up, man? How are you? Oh, I'm doing all fine. I'm doing all right. Um, $15 an hour. That's just crazy. Yeah. I've been in a, 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 a service industry for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I've seen prices increase 300% for what I do or what I used to do. Okay. Question. How much will people be willing to pay to have their pool clean? How much will people be willing to pay to have their lawns mowed? How much will people be willing to pay to have their windows cleaned and their houses vacuumed? How much? Uh, I mean, personally, I can tell you that. Oh, sorry, you weren't asking me personally. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> look, I see look, a lot of people becoming unemployed because the companies that hire these people at a fairly, you know, low wage and fifteen dollars yeah. an hour is going to price them out. Going to price them out. I mean, it's going it, to. A couple of things are going to happen. Listen, here's the deal. A couple of things are going to happen, and you bring up a good point. A couple of things are going to happen. First of all, there will be fewer jobs in the state of Florida. It's just it's just a fact. It's not like it's not like giving somebody more of a wage makes them more valuable. It doesn't. And in fact, it's the opposite. If you if you basically give somebody a a a double their money raise for no reason, then they're just going to expect that. I mean, there's you know, not everybody. I'm not generalizing. I mean, I am generalizing. I'm trying not to. I'm failing miserably at it. But basically, you're not inspiring people to use their skills and their assets and their creativity to make more money. You know, like we talked about this the other day when the Coast Guard printed out. I did a whole video on this. I'll, you know what I'm going to post on Facebook. When the Coast Guard printed out that list of ways that people that uh, that that the Coast Guard employees who who were who were having a problem, you know, raising money because they weren't getting their paycheck because of the the, the furloughed employees, they gave them a list of creative ways to make money, and everybody scoffed, saying, "No, just give me my damn paycheck." When really. 
the creative people who come up who are who are out there and self-sufficient and able to come up with with ideas to make money and grow and you know the people i've seen because we started here uh we, we used to have an internship program and uh, there have been so many interns that started here that now have full-time jobs in fact we work for a guy the vice president of our company started as an intern he then got a job as an assistant he then became my boss now he's vice president of the company you know, and and these are how things work. You get in somewhere and you're not meant to just get a handout. You're not meant to stay in that minimum wage job. You're supposed to want to work and donate and and dedicate your time and prove your worth. And if you prove your worth, then you there's not a place in this city, probably in the state, where if if, if you were a valuable employee and you were making say $12 an hour, but you came in every single day on time and you had a great attitude and you worked hard and you and you were had, took an interest in the company and you really wanted to be a part of it. If you went to your boss and said, you have to pay me $3 more an hour or I'm going to leave. If you were the kind of, you know, a dream model employee that every employer wants, they would hand you that money without being forced to hand you that money. It's just that people don't want to work that hard, take the initiative and go in and ask for it. They're scared. I mean, everyone's scared to make to get a raise. This is you don't have to. You just get your 15 bucks, you go home. But, you know, there's another bigger issue with this constitutional amendment that John Morgan is putting forward. Not just the fact that it could bankrupt a lot of small businesses, not that it could add uh, to the unemployment rate in Florida. But there's an even bigger issue that people are forgetting about. Man, you know what? I would love for Donald Trump to turn the State of the Union into a rally at the border. We will win and we will win and we will win. Yeah, I might actually have to talk to higher ups and to let me go if that happens. Although my wife's birthday is like the next day, so probably, probably she wouldn't let me go. Anyway, uh, what's up? It's the Mark Hay Show. We will follow that story um, as it unfolds. And they remember that Nancy Pelosi, she already has disinvited the president from holding the State of the Union. She said it might be better if we uh, if we wait until the government opens back up. Well, the government's not open up yet, and the government may not be open up by the 29th which is next week. Um, and if it's not open up, then Nancy Pelosi said in her letter that she thinks we're, you know, she can't go forward with a, with a clear conscience, knowing that, uh, that the security is not, is not up to snuff. Even though Christian Nielsen, the um, Secretary of uh, Homeland Security, said, hey, we're fine. We, we can protect your bones, your skin and bony butt um, through the entire State of the Union and everybody else that attends. Uh, yeah, it, again, Donald Trump may just turn down the invitation altogether and do what he wants to do because he's Donald Trump and that's kind of what he does. 855-765-1045 is the number. Tommy in Brunswick, Georgia. Tommy, you've been holding a, a great long while and I appreciate it. What do you want to say about the minimum wage in Florida being raised to $15? Well, it's kind of going over nationwide. Uh, you know, there's, everybody's wanting to hit this $15 mark, but, but Mark, I tell you, People tend to forget that that minimum wage was not created to be a livable a wage, as John Morgan uh, contends when his, his speech you keep playing. Yeah. But uh, it was intended to be like a safety net to help people out and, and, you know, to get something going, to be able to use it as a stepping stone to get something better. Yeah. And, uh, and it was never intended to be a living wage. So I, I, all this business about uh, inflation and what McDonald's Big Mac's going to cost, uh, if you know if they have to pay all their heads fifteen dollars an hour, I mean all that is true. But uh, I think the the bigger point here is that what what was minimum wage uh, 
intended to do to start with. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point, Tom, and I appreciate your call. You know, there is something to be said about stages of life and where you work and what you do in each stage of life. For example, the let's say the fast food jobs and the and the low income the minimum wage jobs really are beginning stages of life jobs. I mean, you're when I was in high school, when it, we all turned, I think it was 16, when we were 16, we were all expected to go get a job somewhere. And I went to the ice cream parlor and I got a job making banana splits and, you know, uh, and, 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 and serving bean soup to old men at the counter. And they'd give me a quarter as a tip because, well, they were old. Uh, but, you know, I, another friend of mine went and, and worked at Subway and worked at McDonald's. And we had friends that worked at, at uh, Dairy Queen. And we had friends that worked at Chick-fil-A. Man, they were the lucky ones, by the way. Holy cow. They didn't have to work on Sundays either. But, I mean, that, so it's not intended. It was never intended as he said to be something that you raise a family on it's something you do when you're starting out and then you're supposed to work and save and invest and that kind of thing and you're supposed to work up to a point where you go to college and maybe in college you still have one of those jobs maybe you start waiting tables you know maybe you start working part-time as an intern somewhere and you're still making minimum wage or a little bit more but then eventually you wrap it, you know, you turn it into a career. You you go out and start your own business or you go out and work for somebody else in a, in a high income capacity where you're again, where minimum wage doesn't even factor into it. I mean, most people, I would think that that work every single day don't even know. I didn't even know what the minimum wage is. I had to Google it before I got on the air today, not because I didn't care, but because I haven't you know, I, I never expect to be in a position where I'm I'm focusing on the minimum. Does this job pay me the minimum? No. I look at what I need. What do I need to to feed my kids? What do I need to put clothes on their back? What do I need to send them to a, a decent school? What do I need to take care of my wife and my family and my house? You know, I've got to drive back and forth to work every day. Can I afford a car? Can my wife afford a car? What are we looking at? And I look at that and I say, here's my minimum weight. This is the minimum amount of money that I could possibly get to spend all this time here, you know, do, providing value to the radio station and providing value, hopefully, to you guys. And and that's it. That's my minimum wage. People need to look at their personal minimum wage and start there. You should never let the government or you should never let your employer or you should never let John Morgan tell you what the minimum wage should be. This is the minimum you should be making. Oh, yeah, because the minimum I should be making is a whole hell of a lot more. 855-765-1045. Morris in Jacksonville. How are you, Morris? Doing great, Tim. Thank you for all you do. Oh, thanks, man. I just want us to say this. Um, what about the people who are want to make $15 an hour? Why can't they make it up but doing a second job instead of going home and watching TV? I know everybody's not like that, but when I started out, I worked three jobs, actually. I worked one from 7 in the morning till 3 o'clock and changed my clothes on the car, going to one, start at 4 o'clock until 11 at night, and then on Friday and Saturday night. 11 to 7 in the morning. That's how I made up my money. Yeah. Look, you're right, and you're right about that. And a lot of people, well, I worked two jobs. I worked at the restaurant and I worked at the radio station. And I didn't, you know, I didn't even do it for the money. I did it because I wanted to. And I would, I remember I used to work till six in the morning. It was midnight to six on the radio. And I had to be at my other job at 8.30. And I got home at like three, slept for like three hours and went back to the radio station. I mean, that's how it was. And it wasn't necessarily because of money. It's because I enjoyed doing it. I was doing something fun. Look, if you need more money, you have to A, get a better job, or B, get a second job, or C, start your own job, find a need, fill it, and people will pay you money for it. And you know, sitting around waiting for minimum wage to go out or 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 working for that minimum wage, it in the end it's gonna be a detriment. You can't you can't race to the bottom 
and expect to win. It never it never happens. 855-765-1045 is the number. The bigger issue, right? And I hinted at this and this is this is just a personal issue I have with the way that these 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 amendments are just coming at us fast and furious. I mean, it is it is like amendments that we just got done with an election where there were more amendments on the ballot than I've ever seen. In the, I mean, there were more amendments on the Florida ballot than there were in the original Constitution of the United States. We had 13 amendments, 13. And I think they all passed. Now you have now you have ex-cons can get, get uh, guns again or they can I'm sorry, they can vote again. They can't still get guns, but they can vote. And you've got, you know, no Greyhound racing and you've got the uh, the, the you know, the Seminole casinos are going to have a monopoly on gambling in the, in the state. And there's medical marijuana. And every single time somebody wants something done, they don't go through the proper channel. They don't. This is not a democracy. It's not a democratic form of government we have. It's a Republican form of government. We have we have representatives that are chosen by the people, you know, for the people, which is very ironic that we would use that phrase. But they're chosen by the people for the people. They go to Tallahassee and they decide on the laws and they decide on the rules and they decide on how the government runs and they decide on what things to offer and what things not to offer. And if you don't like what they're doing, you don't like what they're saying, if they're not doing what you've asked them to do, if they're if they're crappy at their job. If they were just going there to, you know, have some steak dinners and hang out with the governor and, you know, and be like, woohoo, look at me. I'm a, I'm in, I'm a state senator. This is cool. If that's what, if that's the case, then you get them out of office. But if they're actually there and they're working for you and they're getting things done, then, then you, you reelect them. But this whole idea now of these, it's just, I mean, it's ridiculous how many amendments we're getting to the Constitution. Don't change the Constitution, change the representative. The Constitution was not designed to be changed every single time we got 100,000 cut, you know, signatures on a, on a ballot measure. Especially since you can go on Facebook and literally buy a hundred, you could buy a hundred thousand uh, signatures. It would cost you hundred, probably like a buck a signature. You go to a college campus and start handing out free, you know, I don't know, free smoothies. You'll get your hundred thousand signatures, no problem. It's an ineffective way of governing, and it's more of a democratic style where the people just decide on everything. Everyone always talks about the re- let's do a referendum on the wall. You know, let's just let's just ask the voters: should we have the wall or not? No, let's just ask the voters to elect the president based on their agenda, and then elect some representatives that will help the president get that agenda established. That's the way the United States has always worked. That's the way the United States will always work. That's my big problem. Not the fact that it's going to cost me $18 to get a cheeseburger. The fact that we are now governing uh, in a style that is contrary to the way that our government works. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We had a couple more of your phone calls. It's whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, give me a buzz. We'll uh, we'll try to squeeze it in. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. The government has no business controlling minimum wage. There's nothing wrong with minimum wage. It makes you want to earn more. I come from a day and time where you had to work for your money. Minimum wage is for minimal skill. Yeah, unless, of course, you're in radio. <laughs> in which case, you know what, never mind. Uh, enough about me. 855-765-1045. What, it's a whatever you want Wednesday, but whatever everyone wants to be talking about today is uh, is John Morgan, who went up in, in Orlando, had a big press conference, and he said, hey, the biggest, pro- the biggest problem facing Florida today is that people ain't making enough money. Hold on, let me let me turn this on so you can hear it. The government has no business controlling minimum wage. 
there's nothing wrong with minimum wage. It makes you want to earn more. That's my bad. That's my, that was my bad. That was Inception. Here's John Morgan. Our belief is that the single greatest issue facing America and Florida today is a living wage. The other uh, Josh, by the way, is in the studio putting his hands over his head and saying, look, I didn't blame you. I could have just as easily blamed you. I took the blame myself for that. So I don't know what you're I don't know what you're shaking your head about. Eight, five, five, seven, six. Next time, I'll just blame you. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. This is Robert in St. Augustine. Robert, thanks so much for calling the Mark K show. How are you? Robert, can you hear me? Robert had to go. Uh, he, he had to go pay his employees more money. Steve from St. Augustine. How's it going, Steve? Hey, pretty good. I just wanted to bring up the point uh, for all of us that have worked our way up in our companies. Um, you know, we, we've put in the time, we put in the effort, and we, we're, you know, we've achieved past $15 an hour. What do we benefit from this? You know, uh, do we get a bonus? Do we get to move up further? Yeah. Yeah, that, it, it should be why, you know, why would there not be a percentage increase for all employees? For example, let's say you make $10 an hour and you get a raise to $15 an hour because that's minimum wage. What is that, a 50% increase? Is that somebody check my math? I think that's right. So all of us should get, so we should all go to our bosses if this happens and say, hey, if you're giving every, these people a 50% increase, I would also like a 50% increase in my salary. And then see how quickly the company files for bankruptcy. 855-765-1045. Uh, this is Dale in Orange Park. Hey, Dale, what's up, man? Uh, not much. Listen, I remember back uh, when President Obama was starting this living wage thing. Okay, and I go to a normal one of these big box stores, and there was a lot of be like 30 or 40 cashiers. Now there's like six or seven cashiers, but there's a ton of scan and goes. Okay, and guess what? They don't ask for $15 an hour, and they don't ask for a break. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Hey, thanks so much for calling. The scan and goes are real good employees. They, uh, you know, every now and then you have to change their paper, which is fine, but otherwise, you know, you're good to go. Hey, Mike in Jacksonville, how are you? Doing well. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, great. What do um, you want to say? I just want to bring up a point that I haven't heard anybody bring up, and that's the devalue of our 401ks that we've had if you increase the minimum wage. Because all the money we've put away in the past has grown based on growth, mm -hmm. not not minimum wage. So $1,000 we put away in 2000 or in, or in, in 2000 isn't going to be worth very much if they increase the minimum wage. It just completely devalues everything we save for. Well, that, I mean, that's true of anything. And that's true of inflation. That's true of all. And that's why that's a big problem. Because what happens is when you go to retire and you take the money out of your 401k or you take the money out of your IRA or whatever and you go out and you're like, hey, I've been saving all this money all my whole, my whole life, but there's no way in 10 years I'll be able to afford anything. Why? Well, because they keep raising the minimum wage and inflation goes up and the cost of goods and services continues to rise. So, yeah, that's definitely an issue. And then what happens is you have all these retirees who have to go back into the workforce and you know good news for them is they'll have a higher minimum wage but the last thing you want to do when you're retired is go back into the workforce because you retired so you wouldn't have to work eight five five seven but the social security that's a whole other that's a whole other other beast for another day uh ricky in jacksonville real quick ricky what do you want to say hey mark i love your show a lot of these previous callers have kind of hit on the point but i'm going to try to articulate it another way I make about 375% over minimum wage. After this, I'll be about 125% over minimum wage. So essentially, a minimum wage increase is a 
wage decrease for anybody making over the minimum wage. Look at that. So, You're getting demoted. I, in, 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 exactly. So all i got to say is, is who is John Galt? That's all i got to say about that. <laughs> going four people. Uh, four people got that reference. <laughs> thanks, thanks so much for your call. All right, listen, we we got to go. Uh, you can all Google who is John Galton, if you want. Anyway, we, uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday, and then Friday we are live on location, LOL, at the main event on Phillips Highway. But you've got to register if you want to come bowl with us. If you want to toss your balls down the alley after the show with me and with the other Josh and with everybody else, uh, please go to WOKV.com and let us know. Stay tuned. The news and Rush Limbaugh is next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.